Here at the Hailming Power Hour, we pride ourselves on delivering entertaining, family-friendly show. Today's movie is one that was designed for an adult audience and has much adult humor. Though a lot of the cursing has been edited out of this movie, it still may wind up a little raunchier than what you're used to hearing on this show. So please be warned that this show may not be intended for all audiences, though much of the worst of it has been edited out, and there are sections that will sound like Morse code. With that being said, we now move on to the official disclaimer. The producers of this film would like to express that they in no manner wish to support or condone the words, phrases, and images such as ass, booty, yo bitch, bush is a dickhead, and big butt women in tiny bikinis, which are used in this film. However, in an effort to maintain accuracy and journalistic integrity, words, phrases, and images such as ass, booty, yo bitch, bush is a dickhead, and big butt women in tiny bikinis are necessary. But rest assured, the words, phrases, and images such as ass, booty, yo bitch, bush is a dickhead, big butt women in tiny bikinis will not be used without warrant or in any gratuitous manner. What is this? Madness! Clytus, I'm bored. What plaything can you offer me today? An obscure body in the SK system, Your Majesty. The inhabitants refer to it as the Helming Power Hour. <laughs> Welcome back to episode 660 of the Hail Ming Power Hour. I didn't think we'd make it this far. I had no idea. The show is now officially older than, well, it's been older than us for a while now. <laughs> yeah, you know, in a couple of years it can draw uh, Social Security, and that'll be good for it. You know, it, it isn't quite the workforce that it once was. Yeah. And, you know, now that the uh, show's getting older, it's... Uh, Time to realize that the show's not getting any younger, so let's get on with it. Yeah, that's right. So, <laughs> like I said, welcome back to episode 6-0. We have a also special guest for also you. Also special guest, yeah. That's right. Also special guest that um, should be coming around later, we hope. <laughs> and um, we're excited to bring you one of our favorite movies. Yes, we are bringing you the wonderful documentary of the true story of the rap band nwh also known as fear of a black hat right now we got a quick synopsis of that one from everybody's favorite tv show host the crypt keeper 
Hello, kitties. It's your old friend, the Crypt Keeper. And tonight's twisted little tale of terror is about three young men who are trying to make it big in the rap business. In fact, they'll do anything to get ahead. I just realized you can't see me, but I'm standing in front of a guillotine, so that's why I said get ahead. Anyway, things are looking up for our three young men until tension in the band starts to tear them apart. They don't want to wind up has-beens. You see, because the heads from the guillotine fall into this big bin here that I'm also standing in front of. <sighs> this worked so much better when I was on television. Anyway, tonight's twisted tale is one we call Fear of a Black Hat. <laughs> oh, God, that was awful. I mean, Lord, this worked so much better when I was on television. I had no idea how much of the jokes I did were actually visually based. I mean, why couldn't you have come up... What? You're supposed to cut after the last cackle. What's wrong with... Man, you know, that guy just gets funnier with every skit he does. Yeah, it's nice to know he's still working. <laughs> Is he? Sort of. So, anyway, uh, without further ado, uh, we're going to take a quick break and come on back to hop into the old time machine. I'm going to take this time to wrangle up the time chicken. In the meantime, why don't you listen to this right now? Ming Power Hour is brought to you by Yo Mama and loyal subjects of Mongo like you. Hail Ming! And welcome back. So, here we go. It's time to go back to 1993. Watch your fingers. Oh. I'll never pinch my face. Ow! <laughs> Dang it. Wouldn't have him here in the setting today. Voodoo juice. No! Deliver! Deliver! Hey, 1993. Just looks just like I left it. Yeah. I think I left a dollar around here somewhere. I gotta pick that up. <laughs> hey guys! Guys, over here! Rick? Hey! Ah, oh, finally, you guys show up! Man, I've been sitting here for over 25 years waiting for you guys to pick this year. Man. You've been sitting here for 25 <laughs> years? 25 years, man. So you remember, you, you know, I got sent to Phrygia, and on Phrygia, I, I met the witch. He was there. He found a way to actually use, you know, he's from the future. He found a way Wait, are, to... Are you talking about Commander Skankho? Because I don't think she'd be appreciative of no, being not, called no, a witch. No, this is a guy yeah. called the Witch. Oh. You know? oh. And he was able to, to use his time powers, that's the best way I can describe it, because I didn't understand what he was really talking about, because, you know, they got that accent and all that stuff. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. But uh, he said he could send me 
back, but only to certain years. So instead of moving to the future, which is where he's from, I got sent back in time and I had to pick a year. And 1993 happened to be one of the years. And I was like, perfect, because there's no way that you guys are not going to do a show from 1993 because of the movie that everybody loves, the biggest movie of the year, Dennis the Menace. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, what? No. Man, you rolled the dice on that one, didn't you? Well, it made oh, we're, sense we're, at the We time. did come back, though. We came back for Fear of a Black Hat, man. Fear of a Black Hat. That's another. I forgot about that one completely. Yeah. That's terrible because my notes are all for Dennis the Menace. Uh, hey, remember when that guy he gets on the bicycle and he's all like, "Hey, watch this!" Dude. Whoa. Let me show you a trick. Let me show you a trick. Yeah, that's that's, <laughs> that's in my notes. That's the sound bite coming up. <laughs> they were a menace to society. Oh no! With their hats on. So yeah, man, fear of a black hat. So my little info on that is. You know, there's people out there that like CB4 actually better, but to me, there's no comparison. This movie blows CB4 away. And I think it's one of the situations of whichever one you saw first. But there's, to me, hands down, even in repeatability, Fear of a Black Hat blows it out of the water every day. I definitely got to agree with that one. I'm, I was telling Danny, I'm, I haven't even seen CB4 yet. I've heard a lot about it, but for me, Fear of the Black Hat is just... Great movie. Uh, it's one of my favorites. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, fear of a black hat. I mean, come on. CB4, what's wrong with you? So I guess what we need to do is actually give you the reasons why fear of a black hat's a better movie, right? That's a good idea. And since we have an also special guest, Rick, what is your first reason for watching fear of a black hat? It's got to be the soundtrack, man. Every song on this thing is just catchy. You can't help but sing along. You know, this movie is a Spinal Tap type storytelling, you know, fake, the, the documentary mashup, mess up, whatever you want to call it. But these songs are actually legit, man. They're really fun songs. And uh, yeah, man, I just, to me, it just stands out on its own. Every song on it, booty juice, all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, like, you'd think it'd be in a comedy with, uh, you know, parody songs that, that they'd be kind of hokey or, or, but they're really actually good raps, you know, especially in the style of the uh, the early 90s, you know, with with uh, accompanying vocals and, and you know, kind of kind of hypnotic tracks in the background. They're all, they're all really fun. And we're going to play a lot of them for you in the oh, show yeah. because we couldn't do this show without doing that. And a prime example, a prime example of that one would be the first song. That kind of really pops up in the movie. Actually, it's it's uh, they talk about their past, and uh, you've got uh, Ice, you know, Ice that's in the group. He's got a, a solo track that he did before called "My Peanuts." I'm alive when you open that sack Smoother than jip and fresher than planters My peanuts exceed all standards They're deaf enough to knock you to your knees And even planters ain't got no nuts like these My peanuts! My peanuts! <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, I was, uh, was at work uh, And we're allowed to listen to music while we're doing certain 
task there, and I was actually listening to the soundtrack of Fear of the Black Cat getting ready for this show. <laughs> well, would you not? And, and I was surprised how much I'm actually just enjoying the music as as a soundtrack there. So, yeah. Yeah, because it's all supposed to be parody, but some of these songs are really good. That's right. <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and I saw on YouTube they had uh, the Siskel and Ebert review of uh, Fear of a Black Hat, which, if you haven't watched, is hilarious. But uh, one of the things I think is Gene Siskel says, he's like, and you know, a lot of those times I, I can't understand rappers, but I understood every word. <laughs> <laughs> I think we That's may have buried this movie. <laughs> <laughs> Danny, what's your number one reason, man? My number one reason, I'm glad you mentioned uh, my peanuts and ice cold, because my number one reason for watching this movie is Rusty Cundiff, who yeah. who plays ice cold. He, he also wrote, directed, and starred in this movie. And according to the first trailer, he also did the catering. But, I, I mean, this guy is hilarious. I saw him on uh, TV Nation, uh, Michael Moore's show, where he went to uh, Mississippi and, and they hadn't ratified the 13th Amendment, and so he bought some white slaves. I mean, th- this guy's, his humor is really irreverent, and it's really on point. And uh, I love Ice Cold through this whole thing. He's always got the social consciousness and the political view of the, of the, uh, of the group. You know, he's always like, oh, it's about society. You know, he's, <laughs> he's great. I love him to death, man. Yeah. yeah so does, Ice Cold, Rusty Kundai, love him. Yeah. What you say, Mark? Well, the three uh, three people in the group are known as Ice Cold, uh, Tone Deaf, and Tasty Taste. <laughs> and my first reason for watching this movie would have to be Tasty Taste, Jester Cap, and Bowling Trophy Necklace. <laughs> he is on stage with his Jester Cap pulled down over his eyes with eye holes cut out of it. <laughs> it's awesome. And a full bowling trophy around his neck. <laughs> Absolutely. Swinging from a chain. <laughs> uh, He's he, got to be my favorite character in the entire movie. <laughs> yeah. Ironically for me, I mean, as much as I love the band, but I think over time I've grown to love all the extras that are in it. So yeah. a lot of mine, matter of fact, my next reason it's Freesh, man, their, their manager. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we were so talking hilarious. about him before. I mean, he's he's hilarious. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just every conversation, he doesn't get rattled about anything. Uh, white man, no good. Yeah, he <laughs> just keeps going, you know. It's just hilarious, man. And I was telling Danny that uh, what was great about him is that uh, he's very much this the strict business guy, you know, just always doing his job but you can tell the band really likes him too and he starts getting into it with them as well yeah uh, when they have a little confrontation with their rivals the jam boys uh the jam earlier boys was, <laughs> earlier was listed on the the marquee jam boys and special guests <laughs> and then when nwh becomes a bigger hit than them uh the manager's the one who leans in and says, well, maybe they should change the marquee to say, also special guest, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and, and I think it, it. anyone who hasn't seen this movie, by the way, go watch it. I mean, it's, absolutely. it's absolutely as funny today as it was when it came out. Um, yeah. Anybody who hasn't seen this, you got to realize, just like in Spinal Tap with the drummers, they have a thing with the managers. They, they always have a manager who gets shot. And uh, so they go through... <laughs> I think they only go through three managers in the course of the uh, the movie. movie, maybe just two. Yeah. 
But the whole thing is, you, you know, they're they're living on borrowed time. <laughs> oh man, fantastic! Uh, I will have to say, the next reason to watch this movie would be that tasty taste will bust a cap in someone's ass. <laughs> And I yep. know because he will tell you in every conversation, i yep. got to bust a cap in someone's ass. <laughs> yeah, he says it over and over. And that's, uh, again, it just makes it. Also, my favorite quote from Tasty is this one. They say it's a quiet one, so you have to watch out for. And if you've noticed, I ain't said <laughs> for a couple minutes now. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, so many little clips in this that are just absolutely amazing, man. I mean, just yeah. so quotable. Uh, this movie's just full of it, man. <laughs> yeah, my next reason to watch Fear of a Black Hat is the money-making Jam Boys. That's right. That's what, that's next on my list. The Jam Boys. <laughs> the money-making Jam Boys. I've, I've got a you know, the, NWH has a, a rival rap group, the money-making Jam Boys. The the, the Jam Boys who who are, are kind of. At times they're doing better, you know. They're they're getting the uh, the prime spot on the tour, and then at other times they're not doing as well. And they're kind of the uh, the the rivals that end up, you know, stirring the pot. And and they're just hilarious. They've got this third guy who overacts everything. He's always like got the crazy eyes, and he's like leaning down, and he he delivers the line. He's my boy's been shot twenty two times. Show him your bullet wounds. He ain't got no blood. Yeah, that'll be I mean, coming up here in a soundbite in a minute. <laughs> it's hilarious, man. <laughs> that guy, I mean, yeah. that guy makes the three of them, too. He's the one that is over the top. Well, you got the other guy that's a great big guy, but he talks like this. Like, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tell him, boy. <laughs> oh, it's awesome, man. Uh, for me, I, again, just going down the list, I mean, the whole explanation of why they wear hats, I think, is, <laughs> is classic. <laughs> We've got that right here. So guys, what's the deal with the hats? That's what NWH is all about. We got a whole hat philosophy. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Kick it. I mean, see, back in the days when there were slaves and stuff, they would work in the hot sun all day, you know, with the sun beating down on them. Hatless. I mean, not even a babushka. Word. Heads totally exposed to the sun. You know, and so by the time they got back to the plantation from being in all the heat, they was too tired to rebel against their masters. Right. So what we saying with hats is, yo, we got some hats now. (laughs) 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 I mean, just having a reason of why you're wearing the hats. It's not just a gimmick. There's a, you know, again, the society, the societal thing behind it of why they're doing it. (laughs) Well, and they've got that whole, they've got that whole song, Wear Your Hats, you know, where they kind of, they kind of explain the whole thing in song form. (laughs) And it's, uh, I mean, again, none of the, uh, none of the parody songs that are in this are any less than awesome. Right. Even though they're funny, kind of rips on other things, they're still really, really awesome, man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. All right, Mark, what you got? Well, I, I have to say that just the fact that no 90s performer was safe in this movie, just everybody who was big at the time was definitely getting made fun of. Just at a casual glance, 
I saw that they made fun of NWA, Public Enemy, Ice-T, Vanilla Ice, MC Hammer, LL Cool J, CNC Music Factory, Salt right. & Pepper, Queen Latifah. I mean, you name it. If, if you had a hit, you're in this movie. <laughs> Matter of fact, here's the, the slammer bit right here. Yeah. <laughs> MC Slammer, all the dance moves for you behind. Oh, boy, I drop the MC. It's just slamming now. Slamming, that's what it is. Yeah. Come on, come on, see, come on, spit when he say that stuff. That's why people call him MC Stammer behind the back. <laughs> and my favorite, MC though, Stammer. You brought it up while I go, but, you know, when they're doing the Queen Latifah thing, and he, <laughs> this goes into that part, but this is probably my favorite thing in the whole movie. Is <laughs> it's Yo Highness. <laughs> yeah. It's rough being me, you know what I'm saying? This is Yo Highness. I ain't want with that. <laughs> and this is Parsley, Sage, Rosemary, and Thyme. Are y'all straight from the Bronx? Yeah, we better than salt and pepper. Yeah, they just two spices. We four. Oh, and they common spices. Mm. Over here, we got some perpetrators. A bunch of ice wannabes. See, ice cold, I'm the man, but we got ice tray, ice coffee, ice water, iceberg, ice cup, ice box. I mean, it gets real ridiculous when people trying to bite your style, you know what I'm saying? But hey, that's the way it is. It's the rap world. What can I tell you? Hold up! Yo, yo! <laughs> I mean, again, this whole movie is just one big sound bite. I mean, there's really nothing to really cut out. <laughs> yeah, since everything is the kind of a, a kind of a collection of skits, you know, none of it is really a downtime. Right. And, and there's no reason to watch this movie and, and fast forward, just turn it on and laugh, because... The the one skit that I would say uh, I was I was telling Mark earlier that I don't think really resonated for me at least was the church skit you know where the guy's saying oh yeah. I, they would. <laughs> I, I get the joke I just don't know that it ever came to a to a punchline you know right. it was yeah. funny enough but it but compared to the rest of the movie it was it was kind of substandard sure <laughs> and don't forget out of all this <laughs> the one you see probably more often than the rest is Mr Vanilla Sherbert here he is introducing himself <laughs> oh yo what's up what's up Jake? Yo, NWH is in the house. Yo, 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 what's up? NWH in the house, yo, what's up, man? I'm Vanilla Sherbert, G. Yo, I'm down with you motherfuckers, man. I've been listening to your shit for the longest time, dude. I got all your old tracks, you know what I'm saying? Yo, I got Booty Juice, P-U-S-S-Y. Yo, I got all that old shit, G. Hey, yo, I got your old track, Ice Man. That shit, my penis, uh, big and large. I rock all the ladies like L the bar. That was on, huh? Yo, that shit was dope, G. You know, I'm down with you motherfuckers. I could relate, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, I grew up in the hood, right? Like, I was raised by a black family, you know what I'm saying? But, like, because my parents abandoned me and shit. But, yo, so I could relate to you. I'm, like, almost like a brother and shit, you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like, my parents abandoned me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> All right, Danny, what you got, man? My next reason to watch Fear of a Black Hat is rappers against violence <laughs> without a doubt <laughs> so you know they they uh, get into the whole uh yeah so we're rappers against violence you know we actually went on this whole rappers against violence tour which segues into a skit where they're in a kindergarten class you know uh opposite the money-making jam boys and uh and they get into a fight right there where, where at the end they end up pulling out uh guns right so I got the whole bite right here, man. So it's kind of long, but you guys will get the point. It's awesome. Here we go. Hey, yo, y'all, NWH in the house, right? And we're here to tell you, youngsters, that we know there's a lot of evils and ills out there in the world we want you to stay clear of. 
you, you gotta understand, when we was y'all's age, right, we was already knocking off liquor stores and stuff like that there, you know what I'm saying? Making serious ends. Word. If you wasn't, you was a punk. Say that, man. Let me tell you something. These brothers are sore. Tell them, dog. You ever hear about Fort Knox? <laughs> Tell them about Fort Knox, money. Tell them. Knox! Tell them. I don't even want to get into that because, you know, they're still dependent on all You know, before this gets out of hand, just let me say this, all right? Last year, there was $700 billion missing from the nation's savings and loans. I ain't gonna say no more. I, I'm, I'm sure that these gentlemen aren't responsible for any savings and loans fraud. You're right, teacher, because they too stupid to even think of something that brilliant. And they too soft to even pull it off. Yeah, we about as soft as a cock in a hen house. <laughs> Look, how many times have you been shot? Show them your wounds, boots. No, 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 no. No, 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 they got little kids here. This brother been shot 22 times. 22 times. He ain't got no blood. Word. 22 times ain't nothing. Word. Tasty Taste was shot with a bazooka. Okay. What you talking about, tuba bread? Look at him, man. He used to be Just six foot him. four. He was six foot four before he got capped. Before he got capped with a bazooka. Thank you, Toasty. <laughs> Tasty. Toasty. <laughs> <laughs> um, excuse me, but I think the whole point here was to uplift the children and... Shut up! Drop the bomb on the Fly man. mission. All right, check this out. Check this. You want to see soft? Man, I was trying to be nice to y'all, you know, because we rappers against violence. <laughs> and I didn't want this stuff to get out of hand. But check this out here. My man here, he ain't even seen the hood. My man used to go to a prep school. That was a pimp school, man. <laughs> Look at this. Look at this here. Prep school. Look, my man, class of 87. See, bow tie, check it pants. He was on the Glee Club. My man was on the yearbook stand. He was a yearbook editor. How you gonna be a hardcore OG gangster editing the yearbook? Well, that's great. That, that, that is such a cute picture. Let's pass it around for you. Hey, get back before I kick your ass. You're gonna ruin our red. Well, see, it's, it's uplifting for the kids to see that kind of thing. Show them how much punk they was. Show that piece of paper. You just punk ass. Why you got a curse? That was a pimp school, man. That was a pimp school, man. <laughs> that guy, man. That guy makes all their scenes. All right, so, Mark, what's your next reason to watch? Uh, my next reason? Kurt Loder. Oh, yeah. <laughs> for, uh, for our younger viewers, uh, there was a thing back in the day called MTV. That before, they, uh, before they played nothing but uh, reality TV show, they actually had music on there. And they had the MTV News, and the main host of that was Kurt Loder, who was, uh, anytime there was music news, that was the face you saw, and they got him for this movie throughout the entire thing. Awesome. And he just does this perfect deadpan... Uh, yeah, like it's real, you know? Yeah, just like it's a, a real report, but he's reporting the most ridiculous things ever, like... Uh, Former NWH member Tone Deaf was assaulted by cab drivers because they did not share his vision that he was not black. 
In a Actually, Christmas release, I've, Santa I've Claus is, no, is coming and right. not necessarily to town. I've got it right here. In the world of rap, NWH, also known as with hats, have a surprise hit on their hands with their latest single, Gorillas in the Midst. However, the song off the group's Fear of a Black Hat album has also stirred the contempt of many community organizations, which are upset with the group's policy of racial retaliation. This group is an affront to every decent American. I mean, just listen to some of these song titles. <laughs> Booty Juice. Back in the whole life again, hoe down, suck my D asterisk CK. If your mama don't shut the F asterisk CK up, hoe down. I'm shoot the B asterisk TCH. And now this, gorillas in the midst. Ice Cold of NWH says it's funny no one complained about their earlier albums, which included P U S S Y, Straight Out of the Butt, Garden Hose, and Ho Ho Hose, a Christmas release that featured the group singing Santa Claus is Coming and not necessarily to town. I think Hoedown was on their country album. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> and what's funny is, you know, with the, the shows I do at the high schools, and somebody always wants to do Hoedown, Throwdown, and I'm always, it's always in the back of my mind. <laughs> uh, not the NWH song, right? <laughs> so my next reason, man, I mean, the Kurt Lorder thing I think is absolutely awesome, but... As far as the gig thing, you're, you're getting to them playing some of the actual gigs and getting to see them perform on stage with the full bowling bowling trophies and all. But when they go to uh, the town and they tell them that they have to change their lyrics. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they change their song to grab your stuff. And the thing is, is if they used any profanity during the songs, that they were going to go straight to jail. And they try their best to deal with it. So here's a, here's a clip of that. Why I walk this way Protection first is all I say I got it, they want it Believe it, they'll steal it Some of them punks just wanna feel it When they see me grip with both hands It's a black thing they don't understand It's true they wanna take it all So before they rip your ball for ball Cut your hand, cover up In WHA, grab your stuff Yeah, what if that's Gene Simmons? That's Four hundred years and it ain't enough. Some are still trying to take our stuff, stealing it, swiping it, ripping it, biting it. Can't grow it, so punks try to heist it. We ain't down with that, nah. Gotta look out for the black. When you start going for the family jewels, protect that gear by whatever tools. Cut your hands, cover up. NWA say grab your stuff. Does good so far, but then. I like the uh, the introduction to that too because the the cops are backstage telling right. him your lyrics are here it's it's NWH says grab your <laughs> if any of these words come out you're going straight to jail it's just like the security guard thing which I guess I'll just segue into my 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 next reason to watch this movie is is uh is f the security guard. <laughs> <laughs> So he gets pulled over by a security guard who uh, 
you know, makes him do all, you know, makes him do this elaborate oh, motion to get out of the car and then puts him on the ground just to make him take his hat off. Like, yeah, you're real funny there with a big donut hat on. Now take your right <laughs> The guy's ridiculous. <laughs> take they, your right they, buttock they, and shut your car door. <laughs> Why what? Right cheek. <laughs> I mean, and the, the thing about that is, is just like the guy's so ridiculous. I, I, I bet when, when they were doing the casting for this, this guy with a red mullet and a mustache comes up. <laughs> And he's, he's wearing a security guard outfit that's pulled up to his belly button. And they're like, oh, you're perfect. Because this guy's just terrible. And they, the other security guard, like, you know, t- finds these guns in his car. He's like, Eureka. These other guys are like, Eureka? Because they're like, let me guess. You shot the sheriff, but you did not shoot the deputy. It's just that these guys are just so canned, man. Awesome. When they first get pulled over, and he said... He's telling him to pull over. He's got the gun on him, and then he turns around and says, "You're not even a real cop. You're a security guard. I could shoot you just as dead as a real cop." Can. <laughs> wrong I mean, it's fist, ridiculous. Wrong finger, man. You're real funny, aren't you? Real funny, man. <laughs> so what you got, Rick? Uh, I'm gonna have to go with. Again, I like the 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 side character so much, but I'm gonna have to go with Daryl, the dance instructor. <laughs> oh man I'm not even going to say it I'm just going to let Daryl speak for himself So here we go You do not be stopping the music in my studio okay? I'm, I'm the director of this video mother I don't care Have you have you ever seen Charles in Charge, the TV show? Okay, my name is Daryl Daryl's in charge here, okay So you move your little shivy hips on over there And I take care of everything from here, right? Just get on over there I'll take care of it Just show the mother steps Cool just going over there. Go. <laughs> Ain't for you. Go. I keep talking, Jim. Okay. <laughs> He's whipping him with a little riding crop. Yeah, little, you know, little riding whip. <laughs> Daryl's in charge over here, <laughs> and and of course he he's all into uh, Larry B. Um, yeah. Scott, right? The the guy who played Lamar in, in Revenge yeah. of the Nerds, who who plays Tasty Taste, <laughs> and he's all into him because he's oh well, just open your shirt up there. And, yeah. Oh yeah, the, the, bend over and, like this now, relax. <laughs> and you know the fact that he's wearing these uh, uh, these dance yoga pants, and he's apparently got a potato shoved up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the fl- flowery shirt that's tied in the front. I mean, it's just oh, oh, yeah. fantastic, man. I mean, this is so funny. <laughs> what you got, Danny? Well, so so just like in any of these things, it's got to have a turn for the worse. And there's a there's a girl who ends up going out with uh, with Tasty Taste, who breaks up the band by by sleeping with Ice Cold. And uh, then they all do their solo albums. And my next thing is I've got to say. <laughs> Tasty Tastes uh, solo album, yeah. <laughs> where he has songs called "F Ice" and uh, you know, "Icy Eat Me," <laughs> and, and then he the he, album, uh, he catalogs the album, cover. Uh, <laughs> the album cover, man. Where he's like, "Yeah, that's ice on the ground. That's me on top of him with a jackhammer." <laughs> yeah. And he pulls out a, an executioner's axe and starts chopping up the, the picture of Ice Cold. <laughs> so, so I mean, I, I've got the the clip of the uh, this the premiere song on that album. The yeah. um, <laughs> I'm gonna kick your booty. 
<laughs> where uh, you know it's it's I'm gonna Granny says uh, yeah well here it is right here it's it's yes yeah, the parody of uh, I'm gonna knock you out you're right right <laughs> so you're looking um well you see my new album no brand new from the taste T A K A tasty taste stream use of force now see that's Ice's ass right and that's me with the jackhammer so you know what's going on you hate ice. But see, the cut you didn't mention that's dope, sister, is the cut called I'm Gonna Kick Your Booty, where I put my foot up some ice. Left, right, left, your two flips. Right, left, right, left, your two flips. Hit me, monkey, hit me. Yeah, suckers, it's me. The Dilly Dilly D, serving up dynamite. It's like it like a cobra at the foot of your bed. It's over when I leave you for dead. Ice melts when the tea gets hot. Ice claps when the tea does rock. Gonna hit you so hard. Could all it be so mean? I'm ready to blast like a megaton. Strong. I last for millennium. You're gonna feel stress when you mess with the best, the one and only taste. T, yes, power back like TNT. When I rickety rickety rock, you get no relief. From the barrage of bombs, I'm dropping on your head, and the ammo ain't stopping. Pack, stack, tracks that ain't ever whack. And I jack, suck a step to the back. It's not a game with the attack you. So weak, I could just bitch slap you. I'm gonna kick your black ass. Yeah, man, that's killer, man. That, that's really a highlight in the movie because just that song in general is it's one of the better songs on there. <laughs> hit me, monkey, hit me. <laughs> and the little grandmother in the video, too, just like knitting and flashing the gang signs. <laughs> Ice cracks. Ice cracks. <laughs> He's, and so through through this whole video, you got the grandma that, that says "rocking in a rocking chair," and then you've got um, you've got Tasty Taste uh, smashing a great big block of ice with a with a sledgehammer. <laughs> And dressed like a, you know, like, like you said, it's like, a, I'm going to knock you out. So he's dressed yeah. like a boxer and it's all sweaty. And yeah, it's good stuff, man. <laughs> what you got, Mark? I think the uh, the next reason, maybe the most crucial reason to watch this movie would be the Peanuts in My Pants fan. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> they get a quick interview with some of the fans who are waiting to see the NWH show. <laughs> These two white guys with big hats on, and they're talking about, what's your favorite song? And one guy says, oh, you know my favorite song. It's the, it's the Peanuts in My Pants, and which is great because I used to have Peanuts in My Pants, and then they wrote a song about it. <laughs> Yeah, man, that guy, man. <laughs> Again, so many characters. Oh. So my next reason to watch Fear of Black Hat is Jake Spinkleton. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so of course they're making fun of Spike Lee, and they've got uh, Ice Cold in a in a in a movie called New Mac Village. <laughs> And it's directed by Jake Spinkleton, who's who's a who's a little black dude who's uh you know who comes out and he's all angry. He's like, I had to happen before you did, Spike Lee. I got your number. And he, you know, he, and he uh in, in the whole movies clip that they do, it's just it's just ridiculous. You know, the bad guy grabs some hostages and he's like, I'll kill him. He's like, no, you won't. And Ice Cold shoots them all. <laughs> 
running down the street saying, you ain't got nothing on me. And pulling out huge bags of cocaine from his coat and just dropping them on the ground. Then <laughs> he saves the baby. It's got a, a pager on its, on its uh, toboggan. <laughs> you a little white baby, too. <laughs> Doesn't he like he like jumps off of a like a like a like a highway bridge too? Yeah. He like falls like fifty feet and then just lands on the ground and starts chasing him. Crazy. After the very final scene when he, he rescues the baby, the director pops up in front of the screen and goes, God, that was the bomb. I am the bomb. Yeah. Jake Spinkleton, man. Yeah, great reason, man. He's fantastic. My next one's kind of a twofer. Uh, the first one I want to bring up, they both tie into each other, but my first one's going to be the, the white record exec that they, when they first make gorillas in the midst, and he's not too happy with it. So there's this conversation. I've got uh, something I need to talk to you about, and I thought we could just you know, kick it to the curb for a couple of minutes, okay? Uh, what I want to talk to you about is the album cover to Gorillas in the Midst. Now that's fly. No, that's pretty live with all them cops with their butts up in the air like that and I'm standing over. Yo, right free. Uh, hang on one second. What exactly? How many cops on the pile? Fifteen. Fifteen, and you want? None. None. Why don't we, why don't we split the difference? Seven. <laughs> no, 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 no. See, that's not going to solve the problem. What we have to be concerned with is the moral watchdogs. People always got a problem with what we say anyhow. Look, normally I would support you guys 100%, but I can't this time. You see, t- to put this album out the way it is, it, it just wouldn't be deaf. It wouldn't be deaf? Right. It's not the deaf, chill, fresh thing to do. I mean, you know, it, it just stirs things up too much. It, it screams violence. That's all related to that that came way back then. My point is, we can't let the white man tell us how to sell to our market. You know? So... So I end up uh, beating this guy up. <laughs> That's another thing, too, is these guys, uh, you know, another reason to watch movies is because just NWH takes care of their own business. They don't really <laughs> wait around for Freesh to do anything. They just do it themselves. So they kind of get dropped by the label because of not only the album, but just what they do to the, to the exec. But then they go to my, got to be my favorite person in the whole movie, and that's, that's the inner groove record exec. Oh, man, I love this guy. I quote this guy all the time. This whole scene right here to me is just gold. And here it is. See that? Gorillas in the mist. Man, that's gonna be crazy large. An album, Fear of a Black Hat, that's gonna be bigger than Wild Thing. Oh, man, you both are gonna be large. For the simple fact that you're with me. And I got the winning team, and I am large. I'm larger than large. In fact, I'm so big, they call me Dinosaur. <laughs> yeah. But you brothers gotta be careful. Because y'all talking about some heavy s***. I mean, that ain't your average garden variety, run-of-the-mill gangster bullshit. Y'all hardcore, but you got an edge. I mean, just look at you three brothers. Just look at you, together. Boy, I'm telling you, you brothers are going to be large. But like I said, you got to be careful. See, because y'all telling the truth. And the white man don't want y'all saying what you're saying. Yeah. Because when you take that bus, Get there. That's heavy. Wait a second. You understand this, mother? Oh yeah. <laughs> I absolutely love that guy, man. I mean, and you can tell he's supposed to be just coked out, man. Yeah, you're gonna be large, larger than large. 
I'm so large. I'm so big. They call me dinosaur. <laughs> yeah. That's, and as a matter of fact, I think this is a good place to take a pause. And while we take that pause, we should play you Gorillas in the Midst. Right on. Gorillas in the midst of a race ride Say it ain't black or white, but I ain't dumb and don't buy it Talking about a time to heal, but step to it Time for you to get real, we can't do it We were looking for healing in the court, see Out in the valley of the sea, me But a black man gets no justice Cause the kangaroo court don't trust us Wasn't the first and won't be the last Brothers gotta move to get that ass Plead the case to the C-O-U-R-T But they never see Y-O-U and me Verdict by punk-ass George Open up a black man's fury. Now see me. Jack you in the valley. Now see me. Ice you in the alley. Now see me. Pull you out the truck. Now see me. I don't give a fuck. Now see me. Burn all this down. Now, now see me. my hatred shape this town. Gorillas in the mist. Is a state of mind that doesn't mind. Younger brother. Gorillas in the mist. Is a state of mind that doesn't mind. Younger brother. Gorillas in the mist of a sequel. Gonna rock, make it real. Gonna go tell we treat it equal. And I'm running with a set that's a threat and you bet We looking for payment of the debt Ain't looking for a handout, looking for a way out Before it gets played out In the hood where the cops do lie Rather see and just die See the fear in the eyes when they realize My brother gets wise and it starts to rise Up from the bottom of the heat We creep, sneak, peek Breaking through the concrete Tired of living in an occupied safe Other mothers decide not fate Now see me Jack you in the valley Now see me Ice you in the alley Now see me Pull you out the truck Now see me I don't give a Now see me Burn all this down Now see me Terrorize this town Gorillas in the mist 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 Gorillas in the midst of a concrete jungle And pretty soon we gonna tunnel Out of the city Ain't looking for pity from another committee We about to get busy cause memories fade Every damn decade a new promise gets made And the past gets replayed Y'all forget about all they talk about And once again we get blocked out People say violence ain't justified Stay silent while it gets crucified So let's go, you know, toe to toe On the floor, see him rock and watch us roll Heads down the street as we defeat the elite Those elite become obsolete Now see me Jack you in the valley Now see me Ice you in the alley Now see me Pull you out the truck Now see me I don't give a Now see me Burn all this down Now see me Terrorize this town Gorillas in the mist Here's a state of mind that doesn't mind King of a brother Gorillas in the mist Welcome back. So, gorillas in their midst. <laughs> now see me. 
<laughs> That's gotta be my favorite song off the. <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's really good. It's pretty. So, awesome. I mean, we. So I think the next reason that we should talk about this movie would have to be political unrest stabilizes society. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) they have (laughs) when the band splits up and starts doing their own solo albums. uh, Ice Cold starts a band that's very much like CNC Music Factory, (laughs) and (laughs) his song is called "Come and Pet the Pussy." (laughs) But he breaks it down. He says it's like an anagram. It's like P political, U unrest, S society. Another S stabilizes, and a Y. That's yeah, <laughs> yeah. And the interviewer, who we haven't mentioned up till now, but she's fantastic. Yeah, she's like, no. He's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and when you hear him, you're like, oh, he's just full of it. He's just want to make a, a song with that title there. <laughs> and the very first line of the song is political unrest, stabilize society. <laughs> <laughs> and I must confess, <laughs> yeah. That's that's. Uh, I don't know that it's worth playing, but it's funny. Uh, well, what's awesome about it too, though, is the whole controversy later on with the C and C Music Factory, where this vocal is being performed, and there's a Oriental lady or <laughs> however you want to say it is up there singing the song, and apparently you can tell it's not her voice. And they do the whole thing like they did on on MTV, where Kurt Loder, Loder again is sitting with this lady that supposedly sung the song, and he's like, "So I'm going to play this track, and uh, you let me know if, if if this is you." So he plays the track, and it's like you know this big heavy voice, you know. And when he gets done, she goes, "Hi, yeah, I sing song." <laughs> he goes, "Well, it's funny because that doesn't say anything like she said." When I speak, I speak Japanese. But when I sing, I sing black like Paula Abdul. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. It's ridiculous. And this big woman just comes and is like, oh, no. Oh, no, you did. (laughs) (laughs) I sing song. No, you did. (laughs) No, I sing song. He grabs her in the head like it just drags her out of the studio. Oh. Yeah, this this movie's just got so much stuff, man. I mean... Well, and, and, and it lampoons everyone, you know, yes. equally. It doesn't really drop the ball and, and, and point the finger at anybody. And that's, that's what makes it so funny. Right. Yeah. It's, it's, if you like Spinal Tap, this thing is just a rap version of Spinal Tap because everything's off the table. There's nothing sacred that they're not going to make fun of. And that, that's just what makes it so fun. When you're able to make fun of yourself, that's just fantastic, man. And, and they just they tap into everything. Even down to the DJ's house, and he's just a collector of shoes. You know, <laughs> just these are my angry shoes. They about three sizes too small. Because when you put them on, you make an angry face. <laughs> yeah, yeah, tone deaf. Um. <laughs> What's next uh, for me? Uh, the one thing we haven't talked about yet. A lot of them, so much of it is songs, but this one, you never really hear an actual release of it. But, uh, you know, the, the interviewer was saying that they finally heard that they were going to release a like a, a love ballad on one of their albums. And it, they just give her a sample, <laughs> and it goes like this. Check this out. I want to make you mine. Slap you fat behind. Tie you down and make you whine. I want you to scratch my itch and be my bitch. Because I love you, girl. And I think that just shows his whole vulnerability. You know? oh. 
The black man was the first sensitive man long before Alan Alda. You know, there are. <laughs> long before <laughs> Alan Alda. <laughs> Sorry, Alan. <Yeah. laughs> I, I just have one thing to say about all this, and, and that's that's that a gangster's life ain't fun. <laughs> so they got this song that, that actually comes out right before the kindergarten scene. Where, where like you know he's like they're against violence so of course that they're um you know they have this song a gangster's life ain't fun which of course is all about glorifying a gangster's life you know they're all dressed like 1930s gangsters you know he's got like a tommy gun and a hot tub and, and two tub, uh you know, two sluts <laughs> Gangsters life ain't fun. Actually, at the beginning, they're showing that video to the kids, aren't they? Yeah, like, yeah. I was like, I don't think we need to see any more of that. <laughs> One of the girls is shirtless. You know, like exactly. <laughs> and they got nuns and like cocaine and money everywhere. <laughs> and they turn and say, "Oh, we don't need to see any more of that video." And all the kids are like, "Oh." <laughs> and they kind of sound like the disappointed kids in our studio audience. Exactly. You know, uh, we, uh, go ahead, Mark. What you got? I think the uh, next thing that we need to take away from this movie is the lesson that rioters are not lazy. <laughs> 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 right. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, they're talking about the uh, the L.A. riots and so. Uh, <laughs> I think it was High School said, uh, you know, people saying that the people out there causing this kind of damage and destruction, saying that they're just being lazy. Well, you try carrying a sofa all the way from Crenshaw down to Philip <laughs> Third <laughs> Avenue and then come back for matching love seats. That's some work for you. <laughs> and you guys got to understand, we can't play you the clips for all the jokes because if we did, we wouldn't have anything to talk about because this just whole damn whole movie, movie is just jokes and skits, man. It doesn't stop, man. I mean, just incredible amount of just lines that you can repeat over and over man oh. and then of course the the whole breakup thing all the, all their individual stuff is just incredible i mean we heard about tasty tea stuff we heard about ice doing his cnc music factory then tone deaf turns into pm dawn and starts doing the psychedelic <laughs> <laughs> uh. hey, he, he he forms the new human formantics <laughs> <laughs> and the song is called i'm only human <laughs> it's all about uh, pooping. <laughs> yeah, we all we all poop the same because we're all the same. <laughs> he, he comes up with this philosophy that he's not black because everybody is exactly the same. He said, right. "I don't see color anymore," and he's wearing these red tinted glasses. <laughs> and, the, and the person doing the uh, the lady doing the. Uh, interview she just looks at him and says are you sure it's not the glasses <laughs> yeah she's great i mean throughout this movie she she's yeah. just so deadpan and like she she plays the um the straight-laced journalist reporter and all this and and, and she's she's fantastic the actress's ice name is, always, is casey lemons and she's just awesome ice is always trying to you know get away in you know <laughs> hey and, and speaking of getting away in there <laughs> So of course, Ice has got a you know he's got a thing for all women just about, and he uh, and he's got the song that that he uh, he outlines to her called Booty Juice, <laughs> <laughs> and I think uh, I think we we got to play a little of that right now. <laughs> booty Juice. 
what's the sauce? And as of course, the kind that spreads out extra wide. The kind that's nice when you come inside. It's fresh and ain't all pasteurized. But I always rise when I tap the thighs. Cause I like them big. I like them greasy. I like them round and I like them easy. I like it when the girls step on the floor. Shaking them boobs just like a hoe. I like it when the shakes in the pants so loose. But I love it when you're gripping that booty juice. That booty juice. It just comes right from the source. Well, it's the source, <laughs> and that's of course. I sing that all the time. Uh, and just outside of that, too, man, he, when he releases his book, <laughs> FYM. Now, we're not going to talk about what FYM is. You just have to see the movie, but it's yeah, hilarious. yeah. Agreed. And he's, what about his kid? Remember, he's going to push push his kid to be an artist, and it's like crisscross, but he changed it up. His kid's Shaka. <laughs> yeah. He's going to wear the pants on the top and the shirt at the bottom. He's going to stand on his head. <laughs> he's going to beat crisscross out the water because he's upside down. <laughs> his ex-wife, who he had the kid with, is just like so straightforward and wants nothing to do with the rap business at all. <laughs> it's just a great dynamic between those two. Yeah, I, I like I like his his reason for hanging. He's like, I told you not to uh, not to put Shaka with these naughty head good little gangsters. And he goes, hey, this boy can rap. <laughs> oh, fantastic. And, then outside and her name is Rebecca. He's all like, Riri. Right. He's like, it's Rebecca. Riri. <laughs> uh, you got Tasty's gun collection, which you, you just can't ignore yeah. that either, man. That was actually my next reason was Tasty's <laughs> oh. shooting range. <laughs> Go for it. Go for it. Take yeah, it. Yeah, he moves into a rich white neighborhood after he makes all his money. <laughs> and he's just walking around and everyone's staring at him. A kid kicks a ball towards him and he picks up and goes, here you go, my European brother. <laughs> and then the dad runs in, picks up the kid and runs away really fast. <laughs> and he's just like, you want to see my shooting range? <laughs> and he's in the middle of a field with these pop-up clansmen and he's shooting them with a game we get this great moment where one pops up as this guy with a gun on his shoulder, uh, holding it up against his shoulder. It's a black guy. He looks really <laughs> angry, too. <laughs> and he goes, ah, oh, then he pulls the gun back. goes, you see, cops would have shot him. I know better. He's just chilling. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And he starts explaining all the calibers of the guns. I mean, there's just so much stuff to this, man. Yeah. Yeah, the uh, calibers in quotation marks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's just- are these all legal in the state? State of siege. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 I gotta say, with Lamar, I'm just gonna call him Lamar. With with his his little yuck yuck laughs that he does, <laughs> it's gonna just make everything funnier, man. Oh man! this great moment where uh, the reporter is like looking at all the guns. He says, "So." Uh, yeah. What about this one? He goes, oh, that's a good one. That's a good one for beginners. It's an Uzi. It's better than one of those Nikon cameras. You just spray the area. <laughs> just point and shoot. Just spray the area. He's like, you got eyes for this one. <laughs> it's a good little jammy for beginners. <laughs> Coming toward the end of this, so, you know, we talked about all the solo careers. And then Tone Deaf, because of him not thinking he's black, ends up getting a real bad accident and getting beat up pretty bad. And it puts him in the hospital. And they're all still angry at each other over the past. But this is what brings them together. They go to the hospital to see him. And it's still ugly in the hospital, but it's still fantastic. you got to see that scene as well. But outside of that, they're going to play a gig. 
and they're all standing there. <laughs> and all of a sudden, the manager, who used to be for the Jam Boys, which we kind of missed this part, but this manager accidentally shoots Freesh. <laughs> so he goes to jail for shooting Freesh, which was the original, or the last manager they had. So he comes up to them, the three of them, and kind of gives them this ultimatum. I know they dropped me when I went to jail, but such is life. I got a new group, Peaches and Cream. They drop a new cut, Yo-Yo Yoker. Gonna be real smooth, right? But check it out. Because I don't have the Jam Boys anymore, I'm looking for a new crew. Thought y'all might be interested. I got my cousin doing my shit now. Yeah, you know, I've been looking for somebody, but... Uh, yeah, I'm kind of doing my on my own. No, 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 no. Not as individuals. I'm talking about putting NWH back together again. Busting mad funky beats so fat that y'all can't help but blow up. I don't know, man. I mean, we in different creative spaces here. Yeah, I'm not sure I ain't still mad enough to try and kill this mother. <laughs> Besides, man, you, you the same to get that shot when our managers. I mean, how's that old shit going look? Yeah, I mean, that is something to think about. Think about this. I went and talked to B-Real Records today. They're talking about giving y'all $400,000 to go back in the studio and perform. I mean, that's, that's deep, deep Jacques Cousteau pockets. And on top of that, nine points. And we're talking about old, wrinkly white people money here. So, deja vu. It's back, back on you. <laughs> well, artistically, I could make a move backward to make that step forward, you know? <laughs> the mad is leaving me. <laughs> Tell you what, my brothers, spiritually... It feels good as a mother. All right, let's play. <laughs> the mad is leaving. It's leaving me. <laughs> I think it would be it would be remiss not to mention that that after Freesh is killed, they do get another manager whose whose name is Marty Rainbow, <laughs> and that guy's that guy's funny in his own way because he, he like he comes in they're they're in the recording studio and they got a beat dropping in the background to he's like I'm in awe of your essence you know he, he's like he's just this like laid-back dude but he the interviewer asks him you know like so um the guys are what's with that and he's got this gun he's like oh you know the guys are into guns so so i got this one and you know and so that's the gun that he's got later they get into a fight and he's like oh, oh bullets and he's like trying to put bullets in it and he ends up misfiring and the thing bounces back and he shoots himself in a hotel room um and he's pretty funny in his own right. Like I like Freesh better, but but uh, yeah. he's definitely a good follow up. Yeah. Absolutely. I just love the whole revolving manager thing. Oh <laughs> it's yeah. Just like, yeah. They, they even said, uh, you know, we used to have black managers. In fact, it was members of our family, but uh, they kept getting shot. So we figured it'd be better for the black community and our families if we just had white managers from now on. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was next? in the credit section of the of the YouTube oh. video that that it said it said they they don't want any more brothers to get shot, so they just have white managers. Roger Ebert. That's <laughs> 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 maybe the best Roger Ebert quote ever. <laughs> All right, blast from the past. Rating time, time. What do we rate this thing, guys? Let's see. I will have to give this 22 Wiley Coyote type bombs. <laughs> oh, nice. I think I'll have to give this tasty taste extreme use of force. <laughs> I'm going to give it 573 peanuts in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
and long lost, but here he is. Brian Blessed. Where are you at? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what do you think of Fear of a Black Hat? Oh, well, who wants to live forever? <laughs> Die! <laughs> All right, he liked it. I figured he would. <laughs> so, people, go out and watch Fear of a Black Hat, or I'll have to bust Absolutely. a cap in someone's ass. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> You're looking, um, well. You see my new album? <laughs> MC Slammer, all the dance moves for you behind. Oh, boy, I dropped the MC. It's just slamming now. Slam, that's what it is. Some crooks are gonna do time. They all better beware, cause the hammer man will be there. Here's how it started a long time ago. The legend of the hammer and how it began to grow. He was given magical shoes from a hip-hop Motown dude. Together they had power. They stood up for what was right. But Gramps was getting old and he couldn't keep up the fight. Right. So Gramps and his granddaughter, they went out on the road Certainly. to find a man they knew could jam who was worthy of the load. They met a guy named Stanley, Stanley. who was dancing every night. He helped the kids play every day. His heart was out of sight. So Gramps opened up the bag and took out the magical shoes. He set them on the ground and they soon began to groove. The shoes knew at once they had finally found their man. They hopped right on his feet and he became Hammer Man. Hammer Man. Hammer. Hammer Man. See, the cut you didn't mention, that's dope, sister. Clap your hands, everybody, and everybody clap your hands. We lambda, 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 and Omega Moon. And we've come here on stage tonight to do a show for you. We got a rockin' rhythm and a high-tech sound that'll make you move your body down to the ground. We got Poindexter on the violin, and Lewis and Gilbert will be joining in. We got Booga Presley on the mean guitar, and a rap by little old me, Lamar. We got Takashi beating on his gong. The boys and the moves are clapping along, and just when you thought you seen it all, along comes a lambda four-foot tall. So we will come on out here on the floor, so we can work our bodies like never before. Break. Wait a second. You understand this, motherfucker? All right. That's going to be it for this episode of talking about Fear of a Black Hat. And man, what a blast. I am tickled to be back. And if the guys will have me, if you guys are all right with it, I'd like to come back in the group, man. I think we can add an extra seat into the time machine. <laughs> yeah, right. I, I think that uh, as long as Ming doesn't have a problem with you not being in Phrygia... He doesn't know. <laughs> hey, we'll yet. keep it that way. <laughs> All right, cool. Yeah, we'll man, have to have it's, a long it's talk great to be chicken. back. And, and uh, again, I've, I've been enjoying you know what you guys have been cranking out. So it's going to be fun to get back into this. And, and uh, I, I, again, uh, just the three of us hung out so long together before that uh, it just feels totally natural for us to just be doing this together. So, yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and we're glad to have you back. I mean, I'll, your your seat in the uh, the cockpit here was always warm. Uh, we were yeah, waiting for you to come and back. Sticky. <laughs> yeah, don't don't ask how it stayed warm. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> yeah, you really don't want it. 
But as always, you know, you can check out our show and all the other shows on Legion Podcasts. We always like to throw a little of our fame around and get people to listen to other shows as well as our own. You know, after ours, of course. You listen to ours first and then, you know, right. look around. Yeah. And we'd like to give a thanks to, to The Witch for his help in getting <laughs> Rick back to us. And yeah, check out absolutely. Witch versus Doomsday Clock. Great show. Also on Legion. He's right there with us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, cool, man. It's fun to be back. Hope you people enjoy this episode. We will back be we will be back for some more. A little more anyways, right? <laughs> yeah, look out for upcoming episodes over time and space. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Over flash dance. That's what I was trying to say. Flash dance, that's right. Yeah, we can't get that though. We're not there yet. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks, that's it for us. We will see you later. Sayonara. <laughs> what does it really mean to wear your hat? To protect yourself from the dangerous rays of the sun? Does political unrest really stabilize society? And what about that security guard? Is he really so bad? Maybe so. Just remember that when it comes time to challenge society, to make things better for you and yours, to really consider the future of you and your people. Sometimes, shaking things up is the best thing you can do, just like NWH. So I guess that's all the time we have. And remember, actions speak louder than catchphrases. Good night, everybody. And you won't get blessed I ain't done, huh Ice beats the heat With a bigger gun Busting caps that free the truth Wearing hats that save you And while you're busy drinking 40 and 8 ball I'm taking a roll call To see who's down to fight the white y'all I ain't stopping, dawg Steady clocking My lids are tight So the knees keep knocking Squeezes and pull all the triggers Taking no prisoners Raising casualty figures Dressed for the battle But not fatigue Perhaps made a medal To avoid debris Yo, gee, they stole the Kango Right off my head Yeah, better grab a door instead. What's up? It's genocide the way. Grab a brim, a bush or a yarmulke. Yo, yo, G, what about a bonnet? It really don't matter. Just put, put a lid, lid on it. it. They want more than just to see you fall. Yeah. They want to keep a brother buried in 